you're listening to Read Write Inside, a show where we talk about reading, writing and random insights from life. I'm your host Arnab, and if you like exploring the beauty and craft of storytelling within and beyond the written word, you're at the right place. So if this is the first episode you're listening to, let me tell you a bit about the format of this podcast. We are going to alternate between read and write episodes with each of them having some random insights from my life. This is a read episode and we are going to talk about audiobooks today. Recently, we spoke about reading physical versus digital books and how each one of them has their unique advantages. However, this week we are talking about reading that actually doesn't involve reading at all. That's because you don't read audiobooks, you listen to them. During the lockdown last year, many of us had to get our hands dirty with chores around the house. And it is during that time that I started exploring the world of audio entertainment with sincerity. Maybe you did too. And why wouldn't you? I mean, just plug your headphones in, tune into your favorite podcast or audiobook and make washing dishes or going for a run interesting for a change. When it comes to podcasts, you can listen to them for free, like you're doing right now. However, audiobooks are different in this respect. They usually need an upfront payment or a subscription of some kind to be accessible. And that makes it all the more important to know whether you're going to like them or not. So how do you do that? Well, uh, one way is to try them for yourself with free trials for services like Audible. That's exactly what I did before actually taking a subscription for myself. And here's what my experience with audiobooks has been so far. There are some titles that work great as audiobooks just because of the nature of the topic they cover. For instance, I listened to Atomic Habits, the highly popular self-help title by James Clear about making small changes for big impacts. Powered by his own narration, James Clear's title comes to life as having your own step-by-step productivity coach in your ears. And it is accompanied by useful digital files that bring all the necessary visuals from the text version as downloadable files, such as charts, tables, and more. Additionally, being a self-narrated title, the emphasis lands just right. Speaking of self-narrative titles, there's another kind of book that lends itself very well to this format. That is autobiographies. So today, there are highly popular self-narrated autobiographies that you can choose from. Want to listen to your favorite first lady tell you the story of her life? Listen to Becoming by Michelle Obama. Listen to her as she tells you about her neighborhood and the piano lessons she used to take in the first floor of her rented apartment and more. I'm being honest here. It almost feels like you know the person when they're telling you their own story, sharing their memories in their own voice. This experience shows you the power that the narrator holds over the book in this format. And that might not always turn out so well. While it is true that good narration can add a whole new layer to the way you experience a story, 
the opposite also holds true a bad narration can bring down a perfectly good or even great book and make a bad book seem even worse when you're reading a book in the text form your imagination is entirely yours while for audiobooks it is bound to the dexterity and finesse in the voice you're listening to so i was listening to assassin's blade a prequel set to the throne of glass series by sarajimas i wasn't able to pull myself through the overdramatized narration that made the already cliched writing sound even worse no offense to her fans here since this was my first time experiencing anything from sarajimas i've honestly wondered if i should have started by reading the books for a better first impression However, sometimes the risk of trying out a new author in this format pays off, as it did for me with another book. So now that we've already talked about some of the more obvious advantages and drawbacks of the format of audiobooks, I'd like to tell you about a particularly good experience I had earlier this year. So I started with Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle on Audible simply because I'd heard about it. I didn't know anything beyond what was already on the blurb of the book but I've always loved mysteries and this one is a brilliant one however it outshines itself as an audiobook the combination of Stuart Turton's vivid sometimes poetic descriptions with a truly invested first person narration by Jot Davies is fabulous it brings to life an experience that brings you to the shoes of the amnesiac protagonist as they unravel this mind-boggling time warping genre bending masterpiece this experience was truly one of a kind another book that i had a very good and unique experience with was anxious people by frederick backman meron ireland's narration does the exact opposite of what jot davies does with seven deaths She delivers a performance that is almost deadpan in line with the book's approach to humor and also aligned with Bachman's exploration of the human identity letting you find your own emotions while interpreting the cast of misfits the way you see fit Of course I could go on talking about such examples endlessly but I'd rather keep this short and move on to the last advantage that I can think of and that is an improvement in language skills While it doesn't have to be your objective while enjoying a book, audiobooks do subconsciously teach you how to pronounce words and use punctuations in conversations. Quite interestingly though, this is also where one of their biggest failures lies. One of the most fundamental problems with audiobooks is that they're in audio. I know, duh. However, I have a personal experience that drives this home. So I was listening to The Starless Sea by Erin Morgenstern on Audible. It was a beautiful book with a beautiful narration. Nothing was wrong. Until I realized that I was hearing the word B denoting the insect as B the letter. In fact, in the same book, time and fate are mentioned as characters as well as concepts. So you can imagine the confusion a sentence like the following can create if you're just listening to it it was time for time to meet fate and fate wouldn't have it otherwise 
A disclaimer here, that sentence is not from the book and is just an example. One that serves to show that audiobooks can have some major issues in some cases. Over time, I have come to realize that it's unfair to judge audiobooks as alternatives to their text counterparts. But if we must, there are some very clear pros and cons. For example, you do lose any and every visual and physical feedback from reading a book. There are no maps, no diagrams, no illustrations. You can hear things incorrectly and not know better. A bad narrator can ruin a good book. But on the other hand, they offer a way for many people to experience stories more than they would otherwise due to lack of time or initiative. Which brings me to my conclusion. I believe it is unreasonable to say that audiobooks are bad the same way that it is unreasonable to say that TV or movie adaptations of stories are bad. They are just a version of the story, enjoyable to many and unsuitable for many as well. However, as I would say, for any form of art, you should try experiencing it at least once before you decide for or against it. And that's it for today's episode. Now it's time for insight. This week in Insight, I'm going to tell you about two celebrity narrators that I'm most excited to listen to and a couple of titles they have narrated that I'm looking forward to. The first is Meryl Streep. She has narrated Heartburn by Nora Ephron and Charlotte's Web by E.B. White. The second one there is a children's book, so I am especially excited about that. The second narrator is Stephen Fry. He has narrated my favorite book of all time, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, as well as a definitive collection of Sherlock Holmes stories. Now, anyone who has heard Stephen Fry and his exceptional vocal talents knows what I'm speaking about here. Moving on, I have one more interesting insight for you. Did you know that Neil Gaiman has written and narrated a Sherlock Holmes story titled Death and Honey? as a part of his anthology work, Trigger Warning. The anthology itself is a very interesting reimagination of several classic uh, stories and fictional universes like Doctor Who and more. You've been listening to Read, Write, Insight. If you like this episode, hit that follow button to show some love. You can also use the links in the description to send me voice messages using the Anchor app or the website. You can also reach out to me on social media, mainly on Instagram and Twitter. So until next time, stay tuned, keep reading and continue writing.